Welcome, one and all, to the Raconteur Collection. You're in for a treat this week, as you are every week if you follow the Raconteur Collection podcast. Here on the Raconteur Collection, we talk about everything and nothing, all at once, all at the same time. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, some might call him brother, others might call him enemy, Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing just great, Jack. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And Charlie, did you know that you can listen to the Raconteur Collection on any <clears throat> streaming service? So that includes Spotify? That includes Spotify. That includes Google Podcasts. That includes Stitcher. iTunes? iTunes. Whoa. And uh, you know what else you can do on those? Ratings and reviews. And all those are super helpful and also word of mouth. I just want to say, the reason today's episode is so special is not only are we talking about yet another uh, farm-esque video game, you know, kind of, you know... Like a life sim. Like a life sim. Yeah. We're also joined by a guest that hasn't been on for a while. And you guys can probably tell who that is by the title. But, Lily, our sister, (laughs) welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Lily? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. As am I. As am I. It's been too long. (laughs) It has... What was the last episode you were on for? I think the first cooking episode. The, no, the second cooking episode. The second cooking that's episode. That's right. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's when you bought like a snowball microphone. We went to Best Buy or whatever, right? Yes, I bought it specifically so I could be on the podcast. Does it get any use nowadays? No, I lent it to you and I haven't seen it since. Oh, yeah, it's here. It's here at Charlie's <laughs> house. It's here. No, so, because we actually borrowed it one time to record the podcast when we had... Michael on, Michael right? on for one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, guys, in today's episode, we're talking all about Animal Crossing. And, you know, from the very beginnings on the GameCube to the most recent release, Animal Crossing New Horizons. But before we get into those games, I want to go around and ask how your guys' weeks have been. I'm going to start with you, Lily. How's your week been? Not too bad. I really remember been... a fist away. <laughs> it's been pretty good. Uh very busy, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of working two jobs right now. Really? Um, I'm like a coffee consultant for this new market opening up, and then I also work part-time at a bakery as a cake decorator. So I'm staying busy, but still really enjoying the summer. I'm glad that it's starting to crescendo back down into cooler temperatures, oh my gosh, yeah. but it's still like 95 mm. in the afternoon every day. So The mornings have been real nice. Sucks. Yeah, the mornings have been beautiful. I can walk my dog before it gets too hot. You know, it's been... It's actually been pretty good. I'm doing great. That's great to hear. Thank you for great asking. Yeah, of course, of course. And before I get to Charlie, since you haven't been, you know, you said you're working the two jobs, both part-time, correct? Yes. What else have you been doing besides that? Like, have you been doing more video games or picking up any little hobbies or interests? So I've been trying to keep up with my writing every day. I like to write short stories and outline a bunch of longer story ideas that I have. I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. I've also been... Oh, can I cut in here for real real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Joy. I'm also playing Stardew Valley. Again? Yeah. And I realized that when you get the tea saplings from Caroline, you can make them. And they sell for like 500 gold. And so you can... Really easily get like a good like forty five thousand in your like first. Oh, month. absolutely! I've and gone... I didn't realize you could get like go that hard. And I was like, oh, I'm just running out of fiber. Like I ran out of fiber to make anymore. So 
I've definitely like gone down some Reddit rabbit holes about people who solely run their farm off of tea saplings. Yeah, it's pretty it's, amazing. It's quite a thing. It's quite the thing. It's pretty great. Anyway, so sorry, I just wanted to bring that well, up. Well, because Lord just mentioned that we need to get back into our Stardew Valley farm as well. Not sort of new one, but just kind of get back into mm. the one we have now. Because we're we're pretty far. I think Laura and I need to start a co-op farm. That would be sick. That'd be fun. Be dope. Can you do like an online, like a zomboid world, or does like the host? Dang. I've only ever done the solo farm, so I'm not sure. But yeah, besides that, I've also been getting back into the scary movie regimen that I get into every well, every month of the year. But when it starts hitting September, October, I'm like, all right, every single day I watch a new scary movie. I'm very into horror movies. Like a brand new one? No, no, like watching classics. You okay, know, okay, not like or... finding like a new movie every. No, okay, no, no. I was like, because there are a lot of bad horror movies. No, I mean, there's a lot of really good bad ones, if that makes sense. But that makes yeah, sense. a lot of my favorites, Halloween ones. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Charlie, mm-hmm. how's your week been? I know you've been on vacation. Oh, it's been so good. Yeah, tell me all about uh, it. The the best part about it has really, I think, been getting. Physical and mental rest, just like the distance in the space is, I think, definitely something I needed. It's given me a lot of good perspective about, you know, going back into it and, you know, just um, a lot of, like, good introvert self-care time. Definitely, definitely. needed. I've been playing a ton of uh, No Man's Sky. I kind of, like, got back through the loop on that. You know, it's... I love that game a lot, but I think I kind of capped out at about... 18, 19 hours over the course of this, like, what, week and a half? I was going to ask, yeah, didn't you, like, fall out? Like, didn't a lot of people fall out of that game at a certain point? Yeah, so it, when it was first released, it really wasn't that great. I loved it, but it was not good. I mean, definitely, like, 5.5, 6 out of 10, if you're, I think, being. But as it went on, they kind of kept giving it free updates, kept giving it free updates. And it was really, it turned out to be over the course of till now, like a really cool redemption story where now people view the game as pretty positive. It's still not a perfect game, but man, there's nothing else out there that gives me that same feeling of that game. Just taking off from a planet, going to new planets. I don't know why, even though it's always the same, I love scanning all of the rocks and plants and the animals I see. That's just like, that's like the one thing I do Then I kind of hop off. It's like uh, when I played uh, Metroid Prime 2. And, like, you can scan things in that game. Oh. <laughs> like, just scan. <laughs> There's something about scanning. Scanning There's is the most mundane things in the entire world. It's been doing a lot of that. Uh, I've been doing a lot of writing, which has been nice as well. Um, I mean, really kind of getting into some, the meat of some stuff and really ironing out and working out some, you know, deeper lore stuff, which has always been fun. Um, and it's really shown me, as, of course, I've, I've known since the beginning of this podcast, uh, that... This is definitely something I really wish I could do as a job. I mean, especially being on vacation, it's been nice to like wake up and like drink my coffee and then do some writing. And I can just, I'm sure it would be different, you know, than having to like write every day or having like a deadline. I'm sure that would have come with its own stressors. So I don't want to say like it would just be a dream, but it sounds like a dream now, like to just be able to well, just focus sit on at your home, story. have I a mean, book deal. Like, wasn't it? I remember dad telling us this, that it was like Stephen King, how he did it was he started a timer for eight hours, sat down, started the timer, wrote for eight hours, and then like clocked out, so yeah. to speak, like that's how he treated it like a real job. That to me sounds kind of exhausting. But yeah, I That also, would be exhausting. I love waking up and just writing. Yeah. But I think it would be cool because I would work on a lot of different things. 
And so that would be that would be kind of the fun part. Have is you right thought now. about? Um, there are some sites that are like looking for writers or whatever, like oh, yeah. um, either like video games for like story directors, like story writers, that, and stuff like that. Has that stuff ever interested you? Or yeah, of course, I'd be more interested in doing like. There's a lot of like short story challenges you can do, and like. I probably would never win one, but like every once in a while, I probably would. You know, we'll do. I've thought about doing stuff like that. Yeah, um, but that's a problem. Is is now just with uh, time. Like I just time. I have time to kind of focus on like one thing. Who has the time? And you know that's about it. So, or I mean, time, what while I'm working, I guess you should say for sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's been it's been really good. I really haven't done too much, but good. It's been great because of that. You know what Definitely. I mean? So. Well, Charlie, sounds like you've been having a great time. Oh, yeah. And that's really awesome. I'm, I'm like, super happy that you're able to take this break just from work and just focus on you mm. for a little while. And, of course, it's going to probably go by too fast. But Oh, it already has gone by too fast. But that's just your, you know, that's just the perception of it. And especially as I, you know, turn 30, man, a lot's changed for me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a lot's changed. I'm so different I... from the last man you heard recorded on this podcast. No, uh, but also trying to learn and appreciate that, you know, this is, you have to be happy with where you're at, right? You know, because life will always change. Job will always change. Hobbies will change. Relationships will change. So, but you have to be happy with where you're at. And that, I think, is the, that's the true wisdom, right? And so it's learning that, hey, don't, hate the vacation time because it went by in the blink of an eye two weeks with two weeks of work you know you're like oh my god two weeks of work mm-hmm. but well, that's what you appreciate think it about it though I, I i found myself kind of when i start a week of work i'm like oh monday here we go but then by you know you kind of just do it and by the time it's like wednesday or thursday you're like hey i got two days left not bad you know you're feeling pretty okay but oh see that's one thing i really do wish i had like a monday through friday job I would definitely take it's nice a nine to five job. No, it's nice. I it's nice. So I guess I should say eight to five. Nine to five is not really a real thing. Yeah, is it? it's, it's kind of nice. With, <laughs> it's kind of nice with my job, like being not able to like. Industry. I wake up like at four forty five, like just on my own, and, like get started working like at six, because like you know the job kind of gives me the freedom to do that. But if I want to start at like seven, I could. Right. You know. But I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna start early and then because. When you start early, you're able to like go home early as long as you kind of get everything done. I mean, obviously, you still need to be out for your eight hours or whatever. But yeah, you know, if you, so if you start at six, you're off at two, baby. And that's yeah. real nice. Um, but I'm gonna jump back over to me. Finally, it's ten. It's eleven minutes into the podcast, and we're just now getting to the main host. I'm just kidding. This is why I always host episodes. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, he, yeah. He thinks it goes by so much better, but Charlie just likes to ramble and then make it like, okay, Charlie, hurry up. Anyways, ramble away. That's what we're here for, right? Well, yeah, but we also have a topic we gotta get to. All right. Well, how I'm, I'm just, week? I'm just like staring at it right now. So you know, my week's been good. Um, I went to the dentist on Monday and got three root canals. That's why we're recording a bit later, and everything's been fine since then. Just really sore. Mm. Um, but you know, I get the nice permanent crowns on there at the end of the month, so I'm real excited about that. Noise. Is it yeah. kind of difficult to do like to talk or not to talk? Not to talk at all. It's more difficult to like chew because um, you know, I can't 
really chew on that side because of where uh, the where the three of them are. Right. Uh, and also, I'm just like, I don't want even if I can. I'm like, I don't want to because you know something would go wrong. Not that it would, but that's just how my brain works. But no, besides that, you know, week's been going well. Work's been going well. Um, Ellie and I have been playing a lot of Fall Guys still. Mm. The new, well, the season ends like in 15 hours. And so we were kind of grinding out some Battle Pass levels <laughs> earlier today. Ellie was grinding out some. Oh, yeah. Oh. She got a couple levels. She was, she's like, Dad, I got that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She gets real excited. And it's really Jack's cute. like, it's okay. I'm just 20 levels ahead of you. I'm actually like, <laughs> you know, 40 or 50, but. You, you just proved my point. No, I know, but, but I'm, I'm actually going to hop on I her. I love that you're like, I'm actually like 40. No, I'm going to hop just, on her. I'm going to hop on her account later on tonight. I'm way better than my. Level her up. So <laughs> level up. I'm way better well, not than like my child. So she can child. catch up, but just so she can, you know, like have some of the stuff because she likes having those like different customizable options and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, it's you know, it's fun to have them. Yeah, exactly. Um, More fun for her. And it was really nice. There was a grandparents' day, and we completely surprised her with it. And then our mom came and saw her for lunch. Mm. Got some great pictures. It was really sweet. Um, other than that, though, things have just been kind of the same. Nothing really new is going on. Um, just kind of taking it day by day. So having That's a good, nice. having a yeah, having a good time. Nice. Laura's doing well. Baby's due in a, like a little over a month from now. Oh so gosh. exciting. We're excited. We're very excited. Like like a little nervous, just like his deliveries, just the nerve, the the nerve wracking part. Yeah, especially for Laura, um, obviously. But you know, that's only a part that we're like a little nervous about. We're not like nervous about like him actually being here or anything. So right. it's going to be great. And remember, it's Auntie Lily or nothing. Oh yes. So we're going to be calling you like almost every day. Thank no. you. Not Aunt Lily. Aunt. Aunt I want Auntie. Auntie. Okay. Auntie Lily. Auntie Lily. Ellie only calls me Lily, so I have to take this chance whenever Oliver is born. I have to take it. Oh, yeah. But if everyone else has said their piece, I think we should get into the meat of today's episode. Animal Crossing. And everything that comes with it. So, the first Animal Crossing came out in 2001 for the GameCube. And I don't exactly remember, maybe one of you guys do, remember how we got Animal Crossing or where it came from. All I know is, is that when we first started playing it, it really enraptured us. Especially Lily, especially Charlie, mm-hmm. especially anyone that played Animal Crossing. Let's just throw it out there. So, Lily, tell me a little bit about Animal Crossing. So the GameCube version that we got that we played as kids together, it released in 2001 in Japan, but in the U.S. Was, it was released in 2002. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say, man, yeah. if we had an audience, they'd be tearing Jack apart. No, I remember I, like, I, I wrote um, that down. It was released in the United States in 2002. What I GameCube. said was correct, though. So like, I don't... In Japan. Yeah, but... but <laughs> so 2001 is when it came... Okay, whatever. So correct me if I'm wrong. I vaguely remember that we got our GameCube from like a family friend... Mm-hmm. Like it was given to I us think so. because I remember we got it and we already had two um, game cards or memory cards yeah. that went with the GameCube, right? Like they had pre-saved Animal Crossing games on them. So I, I don't, I don't quite remember where we got so. the actual game from. Yeah, that's that's really fuzzy in my head. I don't quite. But I remember I try we to think like, back that 
yeah, we like went through and like made our own town that we all played on. Right. But we also like went through and like looked at the previous person's right, right. save file. I don't remember that at all. I, you know, really? I wonder, and maybe he can uh, shout at us from the basement. And of course, it'll take some time to reach us. But maybe uh, one of our listeners and frequent guests of the show, Michael, can let us know if we got the GameCube from him and we got the Animal Crossing maybe from somewhere else. I don't I'm trying to think of horrors are like maybe the shorts. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the shorts out maybe, there. I don't Zach, think if we you're got listening, it. Maybe you because can I know I know we got these names mean nothing to anybody, but I know we got our PlayStation Two from a family friend. Yeah, I know that for sure. Um, but I don't remember about the GameCube. The GameCube is kind of fuzzy for me, like when we got it. But I do remember having one, and I remember really, really enjoying it. I really liked the controller. Controller was great. Mm-hmm. I mean. For some reason, though, I remember really liking those triggers. And I was just talking about it before we started recording, but Metroid Prime, I remember like those triggers for some reason were very, very satisfying. They're like, it's a really nice click yeah. in, the, in the controller, for sure. Yes. You open up Animal Crossing. Yes. You start a new world. Yeah. Well, actually, you put the disc in. <laughs> <laughs> you put the little tiny GameCube disc in. You put yeah, in your memory card. If you didn't put in the memory card, it wouldn't save. Yeah. Well, or no, could you even start up a game if you didn't have a memory yeah because i know animal crossing is kind of different that way me i think we always had a a memory card for the gamecube because again i do remember playing like dark cloud without a memory card i remember that specifically that was that was a great time yeah not Um, really but but no yeah regardless you know we played animal crossing (laughs) so you load in and you're on this train and right. kind of some time passes by, and you see like this cat-looking dude, this anthrop- anthropomorphic cat, walks over to you and is like, hey, is his seat taken? And sits down and just kind of starts talking to you. Basically, everybody's worst fear. that Some stranger starts talking to them on the on the train or the bus or whatever, you know? But see, that's the thing. That's not the worst fear in Animal Crossing. Well, I I know. There but... is a worst fear in Animal Crossing that we will cover in but a little bit. We will cover that. And he's kind of like, hey, where are you going? da 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 do you have a house, no house, what's your name, you know? And he's like, oh, I have this guy who has a house that, you know, you could probably buy it from him or rent it or whatever. And so he's like, yeah, I'll set you up. He goes and, like, you know, calls his buddy. And it's like, all right, well, here's your stop. See you later. So you're kind of basically putting all your faith into this one dude you just met on the train. Well, yes and no. So the cat's name is Rover, too, by the way. Blue cat with red eyes, always has a cute sweater on. And he kind of, it's how the game introduces itself to you. Is like you're choosing what your name is, what the town name is, you know, where you're going and all of that. You can kind of tell him, oh, I have a house or I don't have much money to get started, you know. And he kind of like helps you out. But that's basically how the game sets you up for like where you're going, yeah. you know. And like you get to choose what it's called and all that. Do you remember what our first town's name was? I do not remember that no. at all. <laughs> that that's I wish we still had the memory card. I wish I knew what that town was called. I remember that so in the first Animal Crossing game you couldn't choose how you looked, how your character looked. Mm-hmm. It was always just kind of random. So Default. I remember what we would do is we would answer the questions differently each time and then we would just restart the game if the character didn't look like <laughs> the character is a little I do, I do remember little too. yeah like ugly or just like weird looking yeah, no, right. you, could get some weird, you could get some weird roles yeah you'd get some weird eye design yeah. like yeah. yeah if the nose was a height well no i think in the first one the nose was always a triangle 
Was it always a triangle? I, I think thought it was so. also like a little like oval. I don't was think so. I think that wasn't until later games where well, because I there was like I didn't a play any other side. games. So yeah, so in the first one you had a hat and like a little dress shirt type thing, and then that was it. Like you couldn't you could change that design, but you couldn't change anything else about your character. Yeah. Now, try once you finally get to this little town that you've named and all that kind of good stuff. Who's uh who's the guy in charge of? lending you this house or you know you're buying this house from some dude he's a little he's a notorious man Mm -hmm. can you describe him a little bit please oh good old tom nook the raccoon the raccoon yeah i i think and that's what gets me or what i remember getting me about animal crossing at the time is that i think i think back to other games that are kind of similar like harvest moon i never played harvest moon really though I didn't either. And so for me, so for me, this game was kind of the first of its kind that I played. Kind of that more casual life sim-esque game. More like real time. Yeah, where it's like connected to your clock. Yeah. Um, there's like consequences for like weird meta stuff you could do, which I'm sure we'll get into later. But that's what's kind of just very appealing about this game is that this game, while it's not necessarily like a uh, super hardcore game or it doesn't require a lot of skill, it's just very relaxing and somehow very engaging to play. And I, it was engaging in the same way that when I started New Horizons all those years later that it still kind of hooked me again. You know what I mean? There's just something about the steady loop of progression, very much similar to Stardew Valley, which I think we'll get into that a little bit later, but why I think Stardew Valley kind of ruined Animal Crossing for me in hindsight, thinking about it now. That's a topic for a little bit later. But for this first time, I mean, you, that slow grind and that slow buildup, right? Being able to play for a while and look back at your week's worth of progress and be like, wow, I've done a lot, but not a lot happens day to day, right? You look back a month and you're like, oh my gosh, wow, I've had this new house. I have, and things kind of grow exponentially and you start doing more and more. And that, I think, is what's so great and what got me about animal crossing and the characters are really good too i mean it's a very cute charming pleasant game we even talk about the voices for the animals but they're all i forgot what they're called like what <sighs> something like animalese or animalia and something something, like yeah, something weird they're but you know it, it's it's a little yeah yeah <laughs> what I, and i really liked about like so yeah so these all these different characters have these little versions of this animalese voice. And once you really got to like know some of your neighbors, you could be they would be like, Hey, what should I say like, at the, at, when I like when I see you or like when I'm yeah. saying bye to you? You, you, you? And you could be like, Hey, you can say, Oh, well, see you later, or how's it going? You know, like every time you talk to them or whatever. And I'm pretty sure like well, at one point we're like <laughs> we did like some stupid stuff with that. Like I don't like I don't know if it's just I don't think we did this, but like, oh, like I just farted. How's it going? <laughs> right, like they would ask you to create a catchphrase like, for them. I hate that I'm or, almost thirty and like or just... a greeting, and then they would say it every time. And the thing is, if you told one of the villagers what to say, occasionally it would spread, and you would hear like two or three other other villagers like saying the same thing to you. There was like a weirdly kind of complex system, yeah, with with the game when it came to the neighbors. Um, you know, sometimes you know they would not like. A certain neighbor and then eventually leave because they didn't like that one neighbor. Oh, okay. So 
how catty and mean the villagers used to be is yeah. highly <laughs> debated now in the Animal Crossing subreddit that I follow. Oh like the villagers used to be so mean and they used to be I, so catty to you and like they would I do insult remember, you I and do they remember would like that. have fights with the other villagers yeah. that you'd have to like settle by like delivering gifts and stuff. <laughs> I do remember and that. And now they're so, they're they're so, so much pleasant. nicer. They're so much more pleasant. Yeah. Well, there's like, which I kind of miss, yeah. like the, <laughs> yeah, the I kind the, of miss the, the, bi- the bitchiness a little bit. Well, but let's let's <laughs> let's go back a little bit. So yeah, so Tom Nook, yeah, buy yeah this let's house. go back to Charles. My original question. Yeah, you for buy the house. Well, you just asked me who who sold you the house. So Tom Nook sells you the house, and then basically it's like, hey, but by the way, you owe me a lot of money, and so and you don't have any money. Yeah, you don't have any money to start off with. And so the game's often joked as being like, you know, an allegory. Yeah, like a, I don't know, some kind of capitalism simulator where basically they're like. Oh, here's this stuff. I hope you have a good time. I owe you all the money. But, but, what sets apart is the nice thing about Animal Crossing is that, like, you have all the time in the world to pay this back. And you're not restricted from doing things. You're just restricted from having a bigger house or having options. And so that's what's so nice about this game is that, yes, you are in debt. And, yeah, it feels Tom Nook's a little bit evil. But also Tom Nook doesn't, like, evict you if you don't pay him in two days. You know what I Which mean? Which like, is wonderful. Like, right. right. Doesn't and give I mean, you like notices. People, in the mail I think, or whatever. hate a little bit on Tom Nook, and yes, he does make a lot of money. But then also at the same time, though, I'm like, but he kind of like like gives you free reign to do whatever. Well, also, you he, owe him. He's the only shop owner in the hundreds whole of thousands town, of bells. So not really. I mean, one of like, two in the GameCube version. Mirabelle, is that the one? Abel. No. no. Who's Mirabelle? <laughs> is that, is that from one of the Taylor? I don't know. No. So anyway. Before we get into the whole Taylor, the Abel sisters, Sable and Mabel, by the way. This is why we brought Lillian, by the way. (laughs) So I feel like for me, Animal Crossing has always been one of the only games I've always come back to. Mm -hmm. You know, like even now with New Horizons, like I'll get bored, I'll put it down. But a few months later, I'll pick it back up and play nothing else for a few weeks. But it's, it's relaxing and the game doesn't pressure you into making progress like yes there are incentives to making progress like you want to make bells so you can pay off your house get it upgraded get more items get more clothing and furniture but it's really up to you how far you want to progress in the game like there's no like charlie said there's no deadline there's no like timed quests or anything like that um it's really just like how you want to play it is how you play it. There's no wrong way to play it. Mm. Kind of like Stardew Valley. It's yeah. like you can play it how you and want to. And I was thinking uh, Minecraft as well. Like games that... Minecraft, I think, has a little bit of pressure just with the mobs that can attack you. But ultimately, though, like you don't have to do anything. Right. Like an and Animal so Crossing, it's very, yeah. you know, it's, very, it's mm-hmm. motivated, very intrinsically motivated rather than having all these outside forces being like, oh, you got to complete this. You got to go do this objective. You got to do it. It's like, no. You kind of just do whatever you want to do. Right. And that's what's... So great. I feel like that's why Animal Crossing is so popular across so many games is there's no health bar. There's no energy bar. Like you can play at three in the morning. You can play at four in the morning. Like it doesn't matter when you play. It's real time. So like however like your work schedule is, if I get off work at midnight, I can still play Animal Crossing. It's not going to like kick me off because it's too late. Right. I do. I do want to debate that just a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Because I do feel like. Playing Animal Crossing, like having a job where you have to, if you pick it up, like only between like eight and afterwards, like I feel like you do miss out on a little bit because it's always dark. It's always, you know what I mean? It like, is in real time and that, yeah, that's true. So at least for that aspect, I can see why it might be, I think like a game like Stardew holds a little bit more sway over me because it's a little bit more, but it's a lot quicker as well. Anyways. 
But yeah, like I, I, cause I remember feeling like that a little bit when I played New Horizons. Like I was like, man, I'm sad that every time I check this, it's all, the sun's always setting and <laughs> people are like ending their day. Luckily, I think in New Horizons, as compared to this one, it's much more forgiving with like the time stuff. Like people will still be awake and doing stuff no matter when you get on New Horizons. That's yes. Yeah, nice. so like in the GameCube version, if you logged on at midnight, I feel like everything like shut your, down. Yeah, all of your neighbors would be asleep. But if you log on at midnight New Horizons, there's usually like one villager that's still walking around and it's like, oh hey, what are you doing up so late? The you old know? night owl. Right. Yeah. I did like that you could visit the museum at any time though in the GameCube version because mm-hmm. the guy who ran it was an owl. Yeah. So. So he's actually awake at night and he's asleep during the day, but you can still like wake him up. It's a nice little, still, nice little touch. Yeah. But also I feel like Animal Crossing was kind of like the ideal version of a friendly capitalism because mm-hmm. you have all, you have an infinite amount of time to pay back. There's no scheduled payments to like pay back Tom Nook, you know, and he pretty much has a monopoly over everything as far as like your house, your upgrades, where you get most of the furniture, you know, like where you go, I don't know, to find different items in the game and stuff and, like, buy your tools. But interest doesn't accrue on your loan for your house. You have all the time to pay it back. Isn't and that lovely? customizable. So he first, when you first go to your house in the Game Boy version, there's, I remember it's like a square and there's Game four. GameCube? Mm-hmm. GameCube, yes, yeah, sorry. Like the Game Boy version. Um. But there's like a little like square in the front of your map and you have four different houses for four different players to have their own house, which so that cool. setup changes with each game you go. But I remember, I don't remember if we would like compete to see who would have the coolest house or who could get like the most upgrades the quickest, but I guess it depended on. I remember really liking the gyroids, is that what they were called? The gyroids. The gyroids. However you say it. I loved those and I think I put a lot of those in my house to a point to where it's like it lined the entire inside of the house and you go in and they're all just like moving in different times, making different sounds and that sort of thing. Another example of something that was like softened in New Horizons because I remember the gyroids in the GameCube version were like some of them were kind of creepy looking, yeah, and they like were kind of strange and very angular. And they're just like, make, yeah, making <laughs> yeah. weird noises. And in New Horizons, there's like one that blows bubbles or like a little alien looking one. You know, like they're much no, just more lame. pleasant and softer. It's we did. Different. I do think we did like push a little bit for house design. It it makes me sad though thinking about how much time we spent kind of trying to perfect the small details of the house, especially like how easy it is now to like design your house. Like I was blown away by I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to move furniture oh around. Oh my and, gosh. You have like, like in the game could you have to individually yeah, yeah. push Scoot each it. furniture. Scoot like you couldn't just set up in your room is like yep. you have to like it was wild. Oh and Jack, so getting to this I mean we'll pull back the curtain a little bit getting this new one there's like this whole separate designing screen where you can like oh pick up and drop things and like organize things and like oh hey you want to get a look at this wall you can move a camera anywhere like you can select for like furniture oh, from wow. your storage so like really incentivizes you to just collect furniture even if you're not going to use it because mm-hmm. always later you'd be like oh look i have this thing this is good this, this is my... nice right here that's yeah that's so cool because i remember like it being really annoying especially when you have like farther like house upgrades Putting everything in your in your bag yeah, and upstairs it, and downstairs and in and out in and out you know just like or I if mean, you're trying yeah. to make it look and the somewhat, low like the load times going between the floors that's still a problem like it takes so long to load if you're just going from whoop. one room to the other Boo. like yeah. every time you're going up and down it's like oh, I didn't mean to go through there whoop. yep Boo. and it's yeah. like it's not that long but yeah like you said once you start doing it enough 
it's pretty bad. Yeah. I think we have a few more things I want to go over in the original GameCube version, and then I want to get into the two that you played that we didn't play. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest aspects of Animal Crossing, K.K. Slider. Yes. Now, K.K. Slider was this dog that came out, I think, on Saturdays? Saturdays at 6 p.m. Golly. He was just this dog, cool as a cucumber, like, you know, one leg, you know, crossed over the other, playing guitar. It's like, hey, you want a new song tonight? And then plays a song. And it's like, and he's like, it's like, you know, playing a little tune. He's the only anthropomorphic animal character in Animal Crossing that doesn't wear clothes. Have you noticed that? That's weird. Okay, that's weird. He's the only one so that doesn't just, wear clothes. Is he just naked? He's just, he's just commando the whole time. You he just, know? He's like, like, hey, the guitar is blocking everything, so it's fine. Basically. Wait, wah, 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 wah. I remember, because I was really young when we played the GameCube version, and I remember I didn't really understand how requesting songs from him worked. I didn't know there was, like, actually K.K. Slider songs. Like, I would just, like, type in a random song name and be like, oh, he's not playing it. Like, mm. I didn't get that he's it was like, like mm, I don't know that oh, one. there's actually, like, songs yeah. that you can, like, look up and then have him play. Were you supposed to learn those names in-game, or was it something you just had to look up? Like I think you just had to look it up, honestly. Like, I don't remember there being anything in-game unless you just, you could also just randomize it and he would just play you a random song. Yeah, I don't remember there being anything. And couldn't you get those songs and play them in something? Like, like put it in your house? Yeah, so after every song he played you, he would, like, give you, like, a little, he called it, like, a bootleg copy. And you Dude. could, like, put it in, like, a CD player yeah, inside your house it. and you could play it whenever you entered your house. Yeah, that was great. That's pretty dope. And then another big aspect is the museum mentioned it just a little while ago with the owl dude? I loved and Blathers. I, I Blathers yes. is the owl good. I owl love guy. doing Stardew Valley. I love collecting things and putting them in the museum. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just something about that. That's what gets me. And oh, Animal Crossing museum is so much better too. Just love, like you know, <laughs> it's started, so much better. I, it's just like the a, process of like digging up the fossils, sending them away to, for them to be like you know researched, and then they come back. I like that idea, that but I actually, feel like if I did that now, I'd be like, please, I just want to know what they are right now. Oh, that's man. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't, I forgot about that. That's one of the big differences did you send them away? in the GameCube version is that you would mail them to Blathers and then he would mail them back to you the next day. Oh, God, because, I don't remember that. Like, yeah, Why? you would have to mail them out to get them Wow, what were we doing like, back assessed, then? And then he would bring it back to you, and then you could, like, take it to the museum to donate, right? Mm-hmm. And now you just walk in and just click however many fossils yeah, you have Yeah, and he assesses them right there on the spot, and you can hand them in. All That's at so once. cool. Yeah. yeah. It makes me wonder, like, Animal Crossing has a lot of things that are very, like, mobile gaming to it. Mm-hmm. Way before mobile games were ever a thing, obviously. Uh-huh. 2000, yeah. 2001, 2002. And so... Playing these like newer ones, does it only get more not like in a bad way? Does it get more mobile gamey? Is in it like well, a I lot think, of things are it's like you can do a lot at once, but then you kind of have to wait since it's on that real time. Not necessarily. Waiting. I mean, honestly, I feel like there's a lot speaking specifically about New Horizons that there's a lot of things that could be done much better as far as that goes. Like mm-hmm. you can't make things in bulk and you can't buy things in bulk in a way that I think would make gameplay so much easier, which we can talk about when we get to to New Horizons. Charlie knows what I'm talking about. But I feel like in the first GameCube version, it was very much like you have, like the the point of the game is that day-to-day progression. You're not meant to speed through it. You're not meant to 
do like everything actively, all in one actively day. tries to stop you from doing that. Yeah, you actively have to play it slowly because that's yeah. the point is to just have a relaxing easy. life simulation game. Very nice. And then it becomes something I think that which gets me a lot about I think the a positive thing about good mobile games is like they make you want to come back. And even I think about it even for a game I'm playing right now, No Man's Sky, where they have this new settlement feature where you are running the settlement and it's like, oh, hey, you'll do this quest. And it's like, oh, what do you do with this visitor? It gives you whatever. But then they'll be like, hey, in an hour and a half, there'll be a new event to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then you could go off and play or and it kind of incentivizes you to check in later. But nothing like, you know, I kind of like that aspect where it's like, oh, hey, you can come back and do this. You can come back and it's like casual and you see your progress kind of like being built up around you, which is really nice and especially about this game. But yeah, it is funny thinking back to this game and like, I forgot about the fossil thing. Totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I remembered decorating the houses and how just laborious that was. You remember? You know, I do... I, what I do like about the old Animal Crossing game, and of course we'll get to it. Lily kind of touched on it with the tools. I like that the tools you just—that's just what you have. And <laughs> can't they break yeah. if you like you like if you hit a ro- the axe against the rock, you can like start breaking the axe. Well, am I thinking of something every else? Tool would break after a certain amount of uses, but I remember there were like golden tools you could get mm-hmm. that never broke. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do remember that. And yeah, so you know, it's just that. It's that casual buildup and, you know, going, like going around and like how, you know, you don't grow apples or oranges or whatever your fruit is every single day. You know, it's every, what, three or four days that they grow. Something like that. And then just giving you those things to check up on to where you hit this point kind of with, I think, Stardew Valley is like this as well. You hit this point where you're like, wow, it's two o'clock. I don't really have anything else to do. I guess I'll go talk to some of these villagers. And you kind of like get... You start to do every, like the game kind of forces you by limiting you, forces you to like see every single bit of it. Because at some point you're going to run out of your favorite thing to do and you'll have to choose something else. Which I think is why people fall away from these games. And then why people also get sucked into them. Because you're like, oh, because then they start to enjoy. They're like, I didn't even know I enjoyed fishing. I didn't even know I enjoyed running across the beach and grabbing, you know, the shells or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because it's. If you think about it, it's kind of like an open world setting with a very strict set of rules. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things you can do, but it is confined to a space. Like you can spend the whole day fishing if you want. You can go dig up fox fossils. I remember I was obsessed with, I still am, planting flowers everywhere and watering the flowers every day and creating all the hybrid colors. Like, and there was a lot of Easter eggs in the game too that were, once you found them, it was kind of like, oh, that's like kind of like a callback to like another Nintendo game. Like I remember going into the villager's house, you could open up their drawers, just like yeah. basically like sneak oh through all gosh. their things. And it'd be like, you found four rupees, but you can't use them here. Yeah. And it was kind of a callback to another Nintendo game, which I always thought was really fun. Mm. But there are, in the beginning, there are incentives to keep playing. Like you start off, do you remember working part-time for Tom Nook yep. to like initially pay off your debt so you yeah. can have your house? Yeah, like you pay off like a thousand or something like that or a little bit. He pays then... you like 19,000 bells or something and bells are the currency in Animal Crossing. But I, there's always such like funny little things that you can do if you kind of like disobey the rules. Like you yeah, can wake villagers that. up late at night if you just keep knocking on their <laughs> houses. And if you, while you're working part-time for Tom Nook, if you like walked into the shop, the shop like without your uniform on, he would kind of be like, you're not wearing your uniform. Well, just don't wear anything that's inappropriate. <laughs> not wearing you know? your uniform there, buddy. Got to dock yeah. your pay. No. 
I really I'm glad you brought up how the villagers were mean because when I was playing New Horizons, I was like, man, everybody's so nice. And I was like, why? I don't remember them being, I don't remember them being cruel. So, you know, but like, Just, I don't remember, but I remember having yeah. a little bit more of an edge. Like very blunt. More edgy. I remember my favorite villager, and I know I can still find him somewhere in New Horizons I'm waiting, but Gaston was my favorite villager. He was a yellow bunny rabbit with a thick mustache. And he was, <laughs> of course. there are different villager personalities. There's like grumpy, there's sporty, there's cute, there's sleepy, yeah. there's snacky. And he was a grumpy villager. So he had a deep voice and he was super oh, grumpy. Oh, and I remember oh. I was so happy when he was finally like, you know, we're friends. I can call you my friend because that was the first time that he stopped being like, oh, what are you doing here? Yeah. Why are you talking? You know, like, yeah. why are you talking to me? <laughs> well, it's like there's some quests you could do where it's like, hey, can you go grab this, you know, camera or something from someone else? And you can just not do it. And you finally, like, talk to him again. He's like, hey, I went and did it myself. Thanks for nothing. I guess. Yes. Or I like sending him letters, too. And they're like, oh, I got your letter. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's one thing that write you letters back. That's hey, one thing too. And <laughs> yeah. I remember in earlier versions where now you can like write anything in a letter, yeah. and it, they just are like, "Oh, you sent me a letter, great." But in the GameCube, I remember specifically it was like, "Remember, if you send me a letter, I'll take it with me when I move to, to another town." So like, don't put anything <laughs> in there. Or they're like, "Hey, I read your letter, and it was really mean." Like they I would like <laughs> they would the call AI you out. <laughs> would somehow like pick up on if you put Certain words, words like sure stupid or dumb or yeah. like. Well, I, I, I want you to move out. They would be like... <laughs> like you know, with like the catchphrases. It was they great. would be really upset. <laughs> it was great having some villagers where you're like... He's like, hey, how's it going, butt face? Or, you know, whatever. Because we were like, you know, 10 years old playing this yeah. game or whatever. And oh, yeah. it was just so much fun being able to do that. Because it was like, oh, like peak comedy. Oh, but. it's so funny. Now, when we can talk about this when we get to New Horizons. But now I have almost all my villagers saying like, hail the dark one whenever I see them. So every single villager says it. Right oh, hail the dark me. one. I have it's great. a couple more things, and then we'll hop on to... So, and they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. So, of course, because the game's on an actual clock, you can, t- you can change the system clock to actually change the time of day. And so, I remember having several moments where you start messing around with that, and of course, Mr. Ol Rossetti pops up. Oh and my gosh, like, I was so hoping you'd bring up Rossetti. Yeah, and this is like a... Kind of like, this is a weird meta aspect of this game where he basically, like, is calling you out and is, like, saying, like, hey, you're going to ruin your game. Hey, you're going to, yeah, you know, and ultimately, you he's wrong. You won't. But, like. He was, I was it, scared it, yeah, as a little he was kid. Like, yeah. He was so angry. He like, was, like, he, he comes up and he's like, he's like, yo, what and are you doing? And he stops you. Yeah, he, like, physically, you like, stops you. Yeah. you could destroy this world. Do yeah. you realize? And it's like, oh, my, oh my gosh. If you did it a certain amount of times, he would bring up a screen. He was like, you have to type out, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> just <laughs> so funny. And if you did I it wrong yeah, or if yeah. you typed out, like, no, I'm not sorry, he'd be like, no, you have to type. Yeah. You'd, like, do it over and over until you physically typed out, I'm sorry, and yeah. I won't do it again. <laughs> and then I remember, you know, of course, the X was just changing time. And then I remember there was one time. I don't know why this stands out too much. We all like fast forward the clock like 70 years, however far it would go. And I went back to the town and there was like nobody there I knew. Everything was like covered in weeds. And it was so sad. <laughs> it was so sad. There was, was something like really sad. like somber about those times. Like you didn't really gain anything. You didn't. <laughs> but, you know, it was just, just kind of like messing with the AI. And it's fun. It was really fun that they programmed in a character to kind of like stop you from cheating. To stop you from cheating, yeah, because now yeah. you can time skip, and there really isn't consequences besides like ruining your turnips, which we can talk about. But in the original game, they wouldn't let you. Yeah, uh, it was almost like it was cheating, and they really discouraged it. So they made Rossetti to like there scare was a you into lot not of doing personality it. to the initial Animal Crossing. 
Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot that made that game like super unique from just the characters, the different interactions to, you know, Rossetti, KK Slider, um, and just like the way you could interact with everything. There was a lot of unique things that I think drew a lot of people into Animal Crossing. And we'll go ahead and move on to the next game that only Lily has played. Is it Wild World? Yes, while I wild think, wild. So, I think so. So the Animal mm-hmm. Crossing games that I have played is the GameCube version, Wild World on the Nintendo DS, and I played mm-hmm. New Leaf on the 3DS. I didn't play the mobile version, and I did not play City Folk on the Wii. But I obviously the, yeah, I have the, well the Wii was a weird I have played system. New Horizons on the Switch, which is what I currently have. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, Wild World because I I know nothing of this one or what's different when you first like loaded this game up if you can remember what was what were you expecting were you kind of expecting the same experience just like in a different town or so i was expecting the same game but with a lot of new stuff basically like a lot of new content so how this game opens is you're not on a train you're actually being driven in a taxi by a turtle named Cap'n, and he actually comes back in other games as like a different character with a different purpose love it already but he's driving you in a taxi and i remember i loved this opening because it was like you're in the back seat of a taxi it's raining it's like all just like moody and he's like so where are you headed like what's your name and it's funny because captain is like kind of flirty with you if you <laughs> say you're a girl and then if you're a boy he's like oh well like what are you gonna do for work when you get there it's kind of like weirdly like gendered with how that one starts but he asks you, like, what town are you going to? Do you have money to get you started? And if you say no, he's kind of like, oh, well, you're a young kid. You'll, you know, you'll be fine, yada, yada. Uh, and then it closes with him being like, oh, well, like, this rain's letting up and we're getting here. And then he drops you off into your town with your taxi. And then I remember it's similar to the GameCube version to where, depending on how you answer, your character is, like, randomized how it looks. So I remember also restarting that one over and over if I just didn't like how my character looked. <laughs> yeah, like, which, that was something that, I think they did add that to the later ones, right? It's like, you could yes. customize your character. Oh, yeah. I really didn't, that was my big thing, is I do remember restarting a lot to just get a character. I was like, okay, I hate these eyes. Yeah. Okay, I hate, like, I just dislike everything about this dude, you know? So, glad to see they kept that. But in Wild World, that was the first Animal Crossing game that introduced online play to where you could go and visit other players' villages, which I don't remember doing that because I don't think we had like online play when I had mm-hmm. the DS at home. I don't think so. But that one was also compatible with City Folk on the Wii, which I didn't Ooh. know anybody else who played Animal Crossing on the or even on the Wii, so I never did like the online play with that one. But another difference is that in this one all the players lived in one house because the idea was it's like a game set on one Nintendo DS. And so I think Mm. the way they thought it'd be played is like, well, you can't have two people playing on a DS at the same time on the same game. So it was like you would log on to one character and everyone would sleep in the attic on separate beds. And so you'd all basically, (laughs) I vaguely like remember seeing screenshots and stuff of this. Yeah. Like you'd all be in the same house. So you all, it'd be like four uh, villagers up to a time that could all like customize this house and like work on it but you each had like different save files but in the same village if that makes sense mm-hmm. um and i there was a lot of really cool stuff on uh, wild world like you could draw constellations in the sky 
Hmm. I don't remember if that one, if that aspect was in New Leaf on the 3DS, but I remember I really just like liked drawing all sorts of crazy stuff in right, the sky. Right, right. Because at night you could That's look cool. up and you could see all the constellations drawn. You know, someone drew like a big dick just out in the sky. I mean, I'm sure some people did I'm sure that. some people did. I'm sure some people did. I'm sure you would have. I, I would not have. But. I feel like I was scared. I was like, oh no, mom and dad are going to see it, even though they never once. Like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Mom and I was dad. Like, I'm going to get, get into your Animal Crossing game at night. And they're like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what, is this, in this what is this in the sky? <laughs> they wake up at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Lily, what are you doing? But the DS had the uh, the touch screen, right? So like yes. that also introduced like yeah. a lot more customization as far as like clothes designing. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. Um, like putting, like designing other artwork to like put down on your island or for the constellations, it was a lot easier to like pick and choose, stuff like that. This is all, Wild World also introduced Brewster, which is one of my favorite characters in Animal Crossing. He is the pigeon that runs the cafe inside the museum and you, mm. he like serves you coffee. Did, okay, so I didn't think I played this one, but for some reason, this is sounding, like, really familiar to me. Like, you probably did play it. Like, getting, because, like, couldn't you go and, like, get, like, coffee and sit there and drink it? Mm-hmm. And it would just be kind of, like, silent, or you hear, like, music? Yes, because... And you can kind of keep sitting there, and, and like, in this one, talk this to is, you. In a wild world, K.K. Slider, he wouldn't be in the town square. He would be in the cafe yeah. on Saturday nights. God, so I did play this you would one. go like, down into the cafe on Saturday nights so at 6 weird. p.m. to go see K.K. Slider. And you'd like get a coffee and then like go and like watch the show. And then you get a bootleg. And then you get a bootleg. <laughs> and all the villagers would be there. And what's really cool about the cafe is that it allowed you to see other NPC characters like on their off time, so to speak. Like You could go down there and see Tom Nook or see... One of like the pigeon ladies that worked in the and that's in, so like, weird. The that's mailbox. I don't know if I played it or if I just played it on your game where you showed me or what, but like that sounds very very familiar. See, I, I think remember, a lot of that stuff was in the 3DS version too. So it makes me wonder. Okay, so that makes me wonder if I maybe play the 3DS version because I did have 3DS. You did. Huh. I know that for sure because you let me borrow your 3DS to play Animal Crossing. Yeah. New Leaf. So what? Did they improve in Wild World as compared to the original? So I think what was improved was just a lot of, like, quality of the graphics. There was more villagers introduced. There was a lot more character customization as far as, like, what your like what clothes you could wear and just, like, customizing the world in general. And it introduced new characters like Captain, like Brewster, um... Did they... Do you guys remember they're in the... The mail office where you would like go and like write letters and like ship mail off. There were like two like what what were they like, pelicans yeah, or pelic birds? Pe there was one like that pelicans, was purple named Phyllis, and then one that was white. And I forget her name, but they were like Flow? No, I'm not. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But I remember like the purple one, up. Phyllis was like really mean and bitchy, and mm -hmm. then like the white one was like super yeah. nice and everything. But you could also see them on their off time in the cafe. But I don't remember if they were in the 3DS version. Hmm. They might have been in the original GameCube one as well. Hmm. But there was just more characters added. Um, more customization and all that good stuff. And I think in this one is where Tom Nook's store like, upgraded quite a bit more than the previous uh, one too. Yeah. That's always And then of course, we haven't talked about the Able shop with the Porcupine Sisters. Yeah. Are yes. they, no, Hedgehogs? Maybe they are Hedgehogs. Porcupines, hedgehogs. Not whatever they are. Able I mean, and sable. Same, same thing. Oh, come on. 
I remember being a very fun part of the GameCube one. Isn't that where you could like design design. your own? Yeah, the little like pixel grid. That was cool. Yeah, Yeah, that one was always really fun to kind of like make your own designs because like people got and they still do like super creative with that like drawing like oh yeah little like Monet's or like celebrity caricature you know like all sorts of crazy stuff that I was like I could never design any of that crap. Yeah, they're like doing like legit pixel art in this game. Yes. They're, they're remi- that kind of reminds me of, do you remember when in Call of Duty, they like, I think it was Black Ops 2, they like allowed you to like create your own emblems. Yeah. And people got really creative. Yeah, you can do some really that. cool ones. I do remember that. That kind of reminds me of that. I was like, oh, I'm going to do like a, a yeah, crown. You could, you could like this. layer them. Yeah. And yeah. then everyone's like, I'm going to do like this actual work of art. And you're like, it was oh, actually pretty, God. yeah, you could do some really cool ones. Yeah. So there's Rukia. So with Wild World, Wow. Did you enjoy it being on the three of the not three DS, the DS, like it being like more obviously like more mobile because like it's it's handheld. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I could play in my room. I didn't have to just knock on your door and and, like play it in your guys's room because in your room was like the GameCube and the PlayStation and then the TV for gaming. It was always in your guys's room growing up. So I was like, I can play like it was in the outside. I can like. I can play in my room. I don't have to like go bother my brothers, you know, or just like sit no, we definitely hoarded like, the game wait. consoles. I know, but I, sometimes it was out in the playroom. Yeah, sometimes, but we, I mean, we kind of dominated. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Sometimes it's a key word. So, with Wild World, did you play it as much as the original? Would you say? I probably played it more than the original. More, jeez, Louise. Mostly because, again, it was easier to have access to play it. I mean, I think I remember I got like my own DS and the Wild World game as like a birthday present. And then it was like my own game console, like my like my first like own game that I didn't have to like share with any of my brothers. Yeah. And so I definitely think I latched onto that. It's like, oh, this is mine yeah. and like I can play it whenever I want. I don't have to like wait or share, you know, which is like growing up at a family of six, we shared everything. Right. Oh yeah. So if you're ready to move on. To the next one. So we skip out on Animal Crossing City Folk. We move on to Animal Crossing New Leaf, which was on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Was it really seven years? Like that the 3DS came out that much later? I think so. I don't think the 3DS came out that much later, did it? I don't know. That I'll actually just... makes sense because I remember you got a 3DS when you went to college. It was, an- it was announced in 2010, the game was. Because I, yeah, I remember specifically getting a 3DS because I remember it was a brief period of time where I worked at Walmart. 2011. And I thought that the pricing was wrong on them because it was like a, they had like different ones, different colored ones. And of course I was like, wanted to be different at the time. So I got the pink one, which I'm really glad I did it. It was cool. I got a pink one. But it was like a hundred bucks. So I ended up spending like 150 bucks to get like that game. And I think one of the Pokemon games. That's so cheap compared to like right, which you know, like because I remember like I would I kept walking past it every time I would go to training. I'd be like walk past the game aisle and I would see that and I'm like, is that right? And it never changed. And I was like, I could hey, can I get that? Yeah, yeah. It says it says here like it was like one sixty nine, like and that's yeah. So I you know, that's really cheap. But yeah, but so that came out in two thousand eleven. So this game came out only a year after, um, the three DS came out. So with New Leaf. I think this is one that I saw a little bit of, like where you ran along like the rotating world. You you ran up and like the world would kind of like spin yes. towards you. So, I think it was like that in Wild World 2. 
or a was it not? Li- a little bit. New Leaf really expanded on like it's on the 3DS, so expand on like the 3D Holy aspect of it. The 3D. Like there was, because on the 3DS you had the option to like turn on like the 3D <clears throat> effects or whatever to did make you, it look did you like do it. Was, that? Honestly, not really. I did it yeah, like I twice. I didn't and do it either. You had to hold it at like a very yeah, yeah. specific angle so you could see it. And it was kind of underwhelming, even. When, <laughs> even and it when was kind it. of, it kind of like hurt my eyes. Yeah, it was weird. a little bit to look at it. Also, it drained oh my the battery. God, yeah. Like if you didn't have your 3DS plugged yeah. in, the battery was just gone. Because I remember, you, like, I don't. If you kept that feature and on. And Lily, maybe you can help me remember. I don't remember which Pokemon game it was that I got on there. Was it X white? and Y? No, it might have been X and Y. I thought white and black th- came out before X and Y. I th- they definitely did, but I skipped. I know I skipped several, like, like a generation or two. This is like the last Pokemon game we got for a long I, time. Anyways, but I remember I used a 3DS because like there was one time where you could have, you could like, I don't know, you could like pet your Pokemon and stuff and like toss them treats and you could do the 3D effect on that and it would kind of like pop out. So I remember I did it like that, but no, yeah, it was, it was not very. It wasn't that great. It wasn't like feature. a, yeah, it wasn't like a cool thing. At least never for me it was, so. But, like, the game console itself oh, was great. I awesome. mean, like, the screens were Absolutely bigger. Absolutely awesome, yeah. And with having, kind of, like, similar to the DS, having two screens mm. on Animal Crossing, you could always see the sky. You didn't have That's to, really like, cool. move the joystick to, like, make your character look up. To look at the Ooh. sky, you could just always see it, which mm. was helpful for, like, shooting down balloons with your slingshot. Balloons? Baboons? Baboons? <laughs> shooting right. down baboons? So, with New Leaf, what is it's been seven years since yes. the last game? What did they really when you booted this game up? What were the first like big differences you no not necessarily the intro, but just playing the game? Was the quality of life way more improved? Was like what really stuck out to you with this game? So in my opinion, New Leaf is the best Animal Crossing game that oh. ever came out. I also wonder if this is the one I played. More than New Horizons by a long shot. Ooh, interesting. Which, We'll talk about New Horizons. Yeah, we will get to New Horizons. Because oh, it's, right. it's definitely, I will say this for everyone so they don't freak out, New Horizons is by no means a bad game. I still Not play New Horizons. Not I love all. it. But for some reason, there's there are aspects about the game that I really don't like that thinking back to the GameCube, Animal Crossing, I'm pretty sure I played this. Thinking about how the new good Leaf one. New Leaf yeah. is. And that might just be the problem is that New Leaf was too good. Because when Lily was talking about some of the things that you know, that we're in Wild World, I'm like, God, why does it sound familiar? And I'm like, it's probably because I played New Leaf. Like, if I had a 3DS, I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the games I picked Is up. Is there a cafe in New Leaf? Like yes. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you might. So, in New Leaf, this is where it starts off to where you are the mayor of your town. Okay. Like, it's not Tortimer. It's not the old Tortimer. Tortimer. tortoise who is the mayor of the town in the previous Animal Crossing games. You get mistaken for the mayor, and then you just get the job. Yeah. Like, you're kind of just, like, nice. grandfathered in. Like, the old tortoise is like, I'm retiring, and I think you're the new person, so you're I the mayor. I think you're my son. Here, take the key. <laughs> exactly. No, that's, like, <laughs> literally, yeah. So. Dies. With that whole new feature, suddenly the entire town is customizable to how you want it to be. Hmm. Like, you get to choose... Like where I think it's in this one where you get to choose where the shops are on the village. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, um, there's so much more that you get to customize as far as like how the town hall looks, how the police department looks, um, 
how like where the Able Sisters shop is, where Tom Nook's store is. Like, and Tom Nook's store has like three or four upgrades to the point where it's like a two-story department store building, which is Sick. not in New Horizons at all, <gasps> which is crazy to me. No. Yeah. But I'm I think it's in New Leaf also where the cafe is its own building. It's not inside the museum. And you get to choose where it goes. So Brewster has his own shop. And actually Brewster. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love him. He's great. He gives you like little like coffee merchandise too. Because <laughs> Dude, in, that's how you get people coming back. And exactly. In New Leaf, you also can like optionally like work for Brewster for a shift and you can like make coffees for the villagers and like I always just googled Ooh. what their coffee order was so I would never get it wrong because it like <laughs> hurt my soul if I got yeah, something yeah. wrong and they were like oh this is gross this but is I'll drink it I anyway get. this yeah. is way too sweet for me or whatever yeah because it was like what kind of coffee how much milk how much sugar and right. I would just look it up because I was so yeah, scared to yeah. get any of their orders wrong I was like no I can't I have to I have to get it right yeah. but yeah you're the mayor and so you can like you played it newly, right, Charlie? See, I if I did, I really don't have a good memory of it. But some of the things you're saying sound very like they really are vivid to me. Yeah. And so I it makes me wonder if I either you showed me it or I played through like on your world or I don't know what, but probably. But I'm trying to remember if in New Leaf is where you had like you could put like statues and different objects and like furniture on your map as well. Like you customize it kind of like in New Horizons. You could like add different features to it. And also in New Leaf, there was like these train tracks at the very top of your map that you could go across. And there was a whole different section called the Main Street. And it had all of these new shops you could go to that weren't in any previous game. There was like a hair salon. There was like a fortune teller. There was like a seedy like insurance salesman who was like God, that's right. kind of like so a weird. creepy otter who would just talk and talk and talk and talk until you're just like, oh my God, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but there was like a whole nother section of the map to go to and you would like slowly open up all these shops. So it was like leaving your town to go to like a city area to go to all these different places. And that was just so cool because it made the world feel bigger than just you're only ever in your town. And New Leaf, also, uh, you start off in a tent, like in New Horizons, and then you mm-hmm. have to, like, upgrade to get a bigger house. Why does the mayor house? start in a tent? That's how it works, man. That's just how it works. Oh, it works. You know, the, the mayor left you the, the key to the city, but didn't leave you a, a I'm house. I'm sure you still have to no. pay back Tom Nook, too, even though as a mayor. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Tom's like, whoa. You're not collecting any. You don't get any of the benefits. Like, you don't collect yeah. any taxes or anything. But. You can just kind of, like, I think... Yeah, you just tell him what to do, but you still have to pay him back. Yeah, yeah. But New Leaf also introduced Isabel, if I'm not mistaken, and she oh, kind of okay. helps you like beca- as like your secretary. She kind of, but she does most of the work. Kind of helps you like open up new things in the town, helps you move stuff around, tells you like basically the rules of being the mayor. The rules. That's pretty cool. These are the rules. And also in New Leaf, um, there was like a little town square with like an oak tree that would like grow the longer you played, and you could like there's a little extra thing where you could go and sit on it, and it would like. They're like music would play, your character would close their eyes and it would kind of do like credits of like, this is when they moved in. This is when this oh, neighbor moved in. This is so when the really shop cool. opened. This is when the cafe opened. It was like just like basically seeing a line of progress of everything yeah. you did as the mayor. Yeah, that's really cool. And it was cool starting it. If you played your game for like two years, it was like started in 2011 and then it started 2012, June. This is when this, you know, yeah. just like that's a recording. Pretty, that, that's time. actually like that really, cool. that's really cool. It was, yeah. Also, pants. 
Your character could wear pants. Let's go. <laughs> yep. So suddenly Biggest there's improvement. Yeah. So suddenly there's like you can have shoes, you can have pants, suddenly. you can wear dresses, accessories. It was like all new things. You could hang items on your walls in the house for the first time, like Ooh. portraits and everything. It introduced swimming. First game where you could actually like hop in the ocean, like go swimming all around. Could you be attacked by a shark? No. Well, you know, that happens often. There was also, there was just so much more extra stuff to do in New Leaf. Like, also, this is where Cap'n comes back. He does. Cap'n? And he, like, drives a boat to, like, take you to these islands where you would play, like, mini games with the Mm. old mayor, Tortimer, who's just living his life, (laughs) like, retired on some beach island somewhere. That's so funny. (laughs) And he just, like, runs all these games for you to do. But I think this is also where... Like the the pink and the blue alpacas, I want to say, they did like I remember these people customizing furniture and stuff. I think so. I'm trying to remember their names, but pink they were like alpacas. a married couple. I'll see if I can Google it. Married couple, super sweet. They have a shop where you can bring in furniture and you can like customize it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for like a certain amount of money or like yeah, turning things different colors. So it just felt much more like you had a hand in everything that was happening. Yeah. Nookopedia. Yeah, it's it's funny hearing you say all this, Lily, because I think when I went into... Cyrus and Reese. Cyrus and Reese. When I went into you. New Horizons, for some reason, a lot of it was very familiar to me. And I was like, wow, it must just not have changed that much. But like thinking about it now, I'm like, I must have played one of the interstitial games. Like, there's no way. I just played the GameCube one and then nothing until at least like a little bit or like dip my toes in, you know. Dip yeah. my toes. Yeah, but New I mean, Leaf was... Excellent. This is all brand new to me. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. I just I don't know why. I think it's I think I never had my own 3DS or like I had a Game Boy and Game Boy SP. Yeah. And then that's where I dropped out of Nintendo until we had the Wii. And that was like my final Nintendo Game console. Game. Well, yeah, but I'm talking like I never had a 3DS. I just borrowed Charlie's and never gave it back. Like, I'm pretty sure it's still in my house somewhere. That's fine. I don't don't, don't need it for anything. You know, I probably still have Animal Crossing. Dude, I was going to say, you should see if you can load it. You should go sit down on that tree. Yeah. It's like like this huge gap of time. 2013 and then 2022, Lily logs back in. It's a world. It's a ghost town. The the tree's dead. People are sick and dying. But that was also an incentive to keep coming back and playing because since it was in real time, the game kept going on if you're playing or not. So like if you don't play for two weeks, you log back on and all your neighbors are like, I haven't seen you in two weeks. Where'd you go? You know? Yeah. It's like you're getting close to like real AI. Yeah. How sad. It's been so long. I was getting so sad. You missed the appointment for tea we had. Oh, yeah, but seeing the original in, like, the GameCube versions, they'd be pissed at you. They'd be like, you were gone for so long, we're not yeah, friends anymore. Yeah, what would you deal, man? Yeah. But in New Horizons, they're like, oh, I just caught up on reading books. I missed you, you know? You're like, you're like cool. <laughs> <laughs> Push past him. I, I, I moved away because no one was talking to me. And you're like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. And then, So, from New Leaf, how long did you play this? And then what was the gap between New Leaf and then New Horizon? I guess try this oh, also so we can kind of bring in you again. I, I came to New Horizons late compared to, like, the wave of it. Okay, you didn't, like, get it on, like, no, when it came out? No, no, no. Did I mean, I just recently, I mean, I just yes. recently in the last several months got my Switch for the first time. Sure, so, sure. like, so New Horizons comes out, and this is, like, in the very beginning of COVID-19. Yes, so. And that it, basically made this game one of the best-selling games. Oh, absolutely. For, like. It was like, uh, like a 
a couple million in the first month because it was just like everyone was home and nothing else to do and hey a new animal crossing just dropped so so to answer your question about the gap between new leaf and new horizons it was probably like i played at new leaf in probably like the last like the first couple years i was in high school and then i kind of stopped playing video games and then i didn't start playing new horizons until obviously i got a switch and it came out because i because my partner got me a Switch as like a birthday gift, January of 2020. So before everything mm. like was shut down, Ooh, if I remember correctly. Because yeah. I remember I got the Switch specifically so I could play Stardew Valley. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. Which is one of probably my favorite game of all time besides oh, so Age of Empires and Animal Crossing. Um, what but, a weird mix. Yes. Well, well, you know, I think Lily and I can definitely speak to at least... I'll run it by Lily, but definitely some of my thoughts about playing Sturdy Valley and then coming back to a game like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Because they're very similar. They're, I mean, of course, they're very different. Like, they're different types of games, different design, different kind of, like, states and rhythms and, you know, systems. But they're very similar on the surface. So we'll definitely get into some of that for sure. Right. But, yeah, Animal Crossing New Horizons came out right when COVID was hitting. So, obviously... People were like, I have to do something. Like, I can't just be shut inside not doing anything. So, like, that definitely lended to the popularity of it a lot. So, I mean, that game was incredible when it first came out. You know, like, it was, you start off as a t- on a tent, similar to New Leaf. Um, you're not the, you're not the mayor or you are the mayor? No, you're not the mayor. Mm-mm. But they introduced terraforming on your island, which... You can, like, customize your island. You can, like, create rivers. You can create mountains. You can basically shape it to wherever you want it to That's look. That's pretty cool. I never... I did some terraforming, but I, I didn't do a whole lot. terraforming. Oh, is it not the, available when you first start? Oh, no. No. No, no, no. Oh, no. never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I know I'm so used to how it is now that I'm trying to remember, oh, yeah, like, before you could terraform. But a lot of that content was released really slowly over the first year. Like, you couldn't swim in the ocean at first, like... None oh, interesting. The, I didn't know that. Yeah, none of the shops were open at first. So, like, the top half of your island was basically basically cut off until you got a ladder, you know, like, terraforming. I mean, you actually even produced. cut off smaller than that with the river, too. Because yeah. I remember when I first selected the map I wanted to pick, I was like, ooh, I want to have this little spot up here. And I was like, oh, wait, I can't, I can't go over there. I can't cross the river. Yeah, you needed, like, a... Little jumping pole. Yeah, like a jumping pole. Weird. To yeah. get across. So there's a lot more things to accomplish before you could even fully explore your island, which I enjoyed because it felt like, again, that slow progression, that like mm-hmm. day-to-day kind of life simulation. But I was also like, oh, I really want to go to the top of my island, you know? <laughs> I really want to do this fun stuff. Yeah. But but I didn't do a whole lot of the terraforming bit, mainly because it was kind of intimidating to me and it was very tedious. Like you do it one square at a time. Essentially, like you don't edit big chunks of your island all at once. It's like build one section of cliff, build another. And like you have to like go across your entire map like that. It's not that. like Age of Empires in the map creator where you can like scale up like no. how big no, you're making the thing. No, I think that's one of the many things that I'm like, man, that's how they should have done it. Because I, I probably would still be playing it as much as I did if I could do things like that. Well, you know, it's interesting too because they already have like the, the new kind of um, system they have for decorating your room. So why don't they just have that for the island? Like where you can just... Right. <laughs> it's like they they don't want it to make it so easy because you also... You can like move shops and homes too and that's kind of like right around the time 
I fell off. But to get into, I think, some of the other positives about the game, I think the game, out of course, out of all of them, of course, is on the newest hardware. But it, it looks really good. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Like, they have the... Um, yeah. Like the afternoon oh, glow it look, it when so the good. sun is setting, like the museum. I probably spent a good like fifteen awesome. minutes just like oh, really? looking at the museum because it's so. Is pretty. it is it full of like stuff when you first get there, or do you have to fill it up yourself? No, so the museum is empty, and then you have to fill it. First of all, you start off, and everybody everybody is intense. You start off with like yeah. It's like you're colonizing this new yeah, that, island. That is what it's like. I mean, okay, that's... Tom I, Nook, I like that idea. Tom Nook, like, brings you and two other random villagers. Yeah. You all are in tents, and then you have to, like, go and get supplies to, like, build houses and bring other people to the island. And then Blathers comes in with a little tent and sets up, and then you donate a certain amount of things, and then he can open a full, yeah. like, museum and that, there. Okay. That's interesting. One thing I think that's very fun about this game is that progression in the beginning really, really got me. Like, that... Oh hey, we're gonna set up the plots for the houses. And in the beginning too, I really liked um, the crafting, like making your own tools and kind of like doing these different things. That was all really fun as well. Yeah, but, the crafting was a big, big new thing. And it was really fun because it gave you it gave you more to do and more to do with the stuff you collected. Like all of a sudden, it's not just pointless that I'm collecting all these weeds. You know, I can't. I can also do other things with them besides sell them. I can, you know. It gave you this incentive to start like stockpiling things, or like at least that's what I did. Because was, that's, was crafting right. pretty like, free when you first started doing it, or did you have to like unlock that's, recipes and stuff? You do have to unlock recipes as it goes on. But they get they kind of give you recipes they in do. a lot of different ways. Like yeah. villagers give you recipes. You can buy recipes from the town center when it's completed. Like you get recipes falling out of balloons in the sky, washing up on the beach. Like the longer you play, you get. So many more. Like, that's one of the biggest things is, like, crafting. You can craft fish bait. You can craft tons yeah. of furniture. You can craft all these different items and decorations. Now, that sounds cool and all, but is the crafting a weird inconvenience? Yes and no. It I really, I really enjoy the crafting, but it becomes an inconvenience when... See, it's kind of like the reason why I never craft fish bait, even though I know I could complete getting all the fish if I do that, because you have to do it one at a time. I can't make... Yeah, five fish baits at once. I have to do it one at a time, and it's a whole like animation sequence of like selecting this recipe, selecting oh, these annoying. things, and then like your character mash, like you have to mash A and you can do it. You a little have faster. to mash A to make it a little bit faster, but you see your character like crafting something on the bench, yeah. and then like you, it's like burr, burr, and then like you have your item, you know, and then you have to do that again, again to again, get yeah. another fish bait. Yeah. So like, so, it's like cool. crafting yeah. in bulk would probably. I think that it's would like one of the lot. biggest things that people talk about is like, why can't I make more than one thing at Especially once? in the beginning, because you have, unlike some of the other games, you have all these flimsy tools in the beginning that you make that break after, God, like 10 or 12 uses. Much easier, yeah. Like, and so you're constantly like crafting these tools. And I got to the point where I just started to buy them and upgrade them before I could make like the other ones. And then I just started to buy them because I was like, that's what I, I do is I just buy them. I, I got to this point where I was like, I can't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna craft another stupid axe. <laughs> and then it like incentivizes you, another especially to like I started carrying around like multiples of tools because I'd be like, man, I don't wanna be all the way on the top of my island, my stupid net breaks, and I have to run all the way back. Oh, if I knew that I was gonna be fishing all day, I would yeah. buy like three fishing poles. <laughs> Just, just just so I wouldn't have to go back because I'd be like, crap, like I can only find this fish when it's like ten o'clock at night, right. but the store's closed. Interesting. And so that that's a that is a relatively minor thing, you know, and I'll get more into that a little bit later. But 
my initial impressions hopping into, you know, um, New Horizon, of course, I came to it late. Like I said, I just got my Switch a couple months ago. And so a lot of that stuff, like the swimming, I totally thought that was just in the game. <laughs> I totally thought you could just no, do yeah, that. No, that was a new thing where it was a, an update that Isabel gives you was like, they've surveyed the surrounding oceans and they're safe to swim in kind of thing. Yeah, see, Which I is thought funny that... because you can catch like sharks and stuff in the water and then <laughs> well, you can hey. still just go yeah. fishing. Yeah. But uh, I initially like really, really enjoyed that. It gave me very much the same GameCube vibe, New Leaf vibe. If I actually did play that, I'm still not sure I did. But, you know. False it, memories. It gave me that feeling again. Like all the neighbors, I like talking to them. And then yeah. this game does layer on a lot of like little extra things that mm-hmm. like initially I really, really liked. Like you basically have a smartphone that you access like your different little sub menus from and stuff like that. And it's cool. There's this yeah. whole this whole thing with you can doing certain activities will gain you nook miles. And you can spend your nook miles on like new hair options or new clothing options or new recipes or like a bigger tool wheel, you know, like stuff like that to where you like buy different features that make the game Hmm. easier. Or you can buy different things for your island. Like you can put so much more on your island and to a point where people have like created entire like cities or things from movies or other games on the island. Like there is so much content, but a lot of it is not as like, ui friendly as other right. animal crossing games if that makes sense but it still yeah. has a lot of the same characters interesting like brewster was added pretty late in the game with brewster. like the last major free update they did for content was like adding in brewster they added in cooking which i honestly got tired of cooking pretty quickly see i never even got to brewster brewster right but like added in brewster name. they added in red coming to the island to buy art where it's yeah. like some of it's fake some yeah. of it's like real art and then if you take a fake fake one to blathers he's like really upset he's like no i can't take this and you're like crap i just wasted all my bills on <laughs> you're like i guess let's put this in my house no 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 <laughs> but this added on um harvey's island you can go to like uh, this hippie dog island to like yeah it's like this house where you can like set take up pictures, pictures and like take photos and yeah. stuff Hmm. And then there's like another update where it has like kind of like Main Street in New Leaf. It's like you can pay uh, to like have all the other shops set up, but they're like a little like tents or like you know what? RVs. That's cool. I'm kind of getting weird like No Man's Sky vibes. Like it should have, it sounds like it almost like should have released after all this content was already in the game. Right. Like, like if it came out like what? in the form Well, that makes me think is... it was very purposeful how they released it was like, all right this huge disease is going to shut down a lot of the, the world. We're going to release this game. It's going to sell like nothing else. And then else. to keep people's attention. And then they slowly release content over yeah. the course of like a year and a half. I think that's just kind of, that's I don't think marketing. it's intentional. I think it's like modern, just modern games. I don't think they purposely like try to time it with COVID. I think it just hit at the perfect time. Not to mention Animal Crossing being a very positive and vibrant game that, Without Very relaxing, and it's the social aspects in this game, like visiting other people or having other people come play with you, is so much easier compared to like having it on a 3DS. Or, and if you can't see any of your friends, you can see all of like you can have five or six players come to your island just to come run around and say yeah. hi. Like, that was one of the funnest things that I did. Like, I think it was like the first week or two that I got Animal Crossing was our cousin Michael threw a birthday party for his wife, Lindsay on his island in Animal Crossing. So it was like eight or 10 of us all went to Lindsay's island and like through an app on our phone, we could like talk to each other. And he like 
set up like a little campfire and like a little stove and basically threw a birthday party for Lindsay virtually oh, on so Animal cool. Crossing New Horizons because nobody could see each other in person. That's so sweet. And it was it was just so fun and it was really go, cute. Michael. And that Way was like go. probably like the first thing I did was like, oh, I have to get Animal Crossing so I can like right. hang out with my friends because that's the only way we can see each other outside of work. God, it'd be interesting. I wonder if I got a... Because I've been thinking about getting a Elliot Switch for a birthday next year. But I would also like wonder if Laura would like a switcher as well. Because I think she'd like Animal Crossing a lot. I'm sure she would. But also like she's really into Stardew Valley. So she might just play that. Just I on really the Switch. enjoy both games. I think there's more to do in Stardew Valley, but it's just a different kind of game. Yeah, so let's let's so there's kind of the you know, New Horizons is like it's pretty good, but it has some things that could be better, mm-hmm. right? And try you kind of allude to this earlier. Stardew Valley kind of eked its way above New Horizons in quite a few in quite a few ways. Mm-hmm. And so in what ways is Stardew like because we just talked about about this a few episodes ago, guys. Feel feel free to go listen right. to the Stardew episode. Um, in what ways did Stardew come out on top over New Horizons for you? I definitely have thoughts yeah. about that. Well, I didn't well, ask you, Lily. Oh my gosh. Well, you can chime in anytime. <laughs> no, yeah. Go ahead. I first let me tell you how I kind of fell off the Animal Crossing. The weeds got to you? No, not at all. Like not anything like that. Like I I got to the point to where I was. Like, I got everybody, all my villagers and houses. I had a couple new villagers move in, so I think I had five houses that I had to set up. I thought that was all great fun. I built my first bridge. And shortly after that, I I really, I don't know why it got to me, but it just got to me. I was like, God, I don't like that I feel this pressure to check in every single day. Like, I hate, and this, because I could ignore this. Like, it could be, and this is just a problem, I think, with my brain. But every, when you check in, you can go to this little station. And it's like, oh, hey, for playing two days in a row, you get some bonus Nook Miles. And you have a seven-day streak and, like, gives you a, like, a, a sizable chunk. But I felt like I needed to do stuff like that. I needed to go and check for fossils every day. I needed to gather this stuff every day. I needed to do these things every day and to constantly keep going. And especially because I was really looking forward to, like, really customizing, like, getting real deep and, like, customizing my island. Because I've seen some stuff from Animal Crossing where I'm like, Dude, that looks so fun. Like, my island is literally looks like this, like, dirt island. And I see other people's islands that look like actual cities. And they're like, I'm like, what? How did you even, you know, how did you even get that? That sounds so fun. Oh, but the lag is so bad on some of those. Oh, really? But, yeah. you know, and so I just hit this point And then I was like, okay, to do, make more bridges, to make more paths, to make, you know, just add extra things to my island. It's like we're starting to talk about things that are really expensive. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to earn the money to do this. I don't know. The bells to do everything was definitely a detriment for me. I would say because for a long time, how people were making millions of bells at a time was through like the stock market. Yeah. S-T-A-L-K, the turnips. Oh, yeah. It's a huge thing where it's like you buy a certain amount of turnips, you sell them on a certain day, you make tons of money. I could never get in on that because I always worked on Sundays. And you could only buy turnips right, from 6 a.m. to noon on Mondays. That was the only time that character came to your island selling turnips. So for two years, I could never do that. So, like, progressing Weird. in my island was so slow because I could just never make enough bells to do anything. Until a friend of mine actually gave me, like, so many bells to, right. like, work with my well, island. And so that's exactly kind of the point I hit where I, I hit this point where I was like, well, how do I duplicate items? And then I learned that oh, there's, like, no. these whole... 
islands you could go to that you could just like pick up infinite amount of bells or infinite amount like these like glitch islands and stuff and at that point i was like you know i don't want to i don't think i want to play anymore i don't want to make my island off these it's not three bells it's not so much i don't think an issue with the game like because yes the crafting got a little bit annoying for me and you know i wish i could it was a little bit more flexible and moldable like when i Felt like I really wanted to get in there and like, oh, I want to move around this house. I want to move the river this way. And I want to have these trees here. And I want, you know, this path here. And I'm like, but God, doing that, I don't, I don't want to take, it's take the time a, to do that. a lot of work. And sometimes you'd have to really plan out what you wanted to do. Because if you wanted to move a villager's house, it takes a full day to do it. Right. And so so if you like want to like terraform like, something, okay. you have to like move the villager's house somewhere else terraform and then move the villagers house back so it took like days to do something like that and i think that's where i got frustrated because and this is again i am totally willing to admit this is a me thing just like when i have a problem with like a game like the witcher which is an amazing game but there's just too much stuff for me in that game and so i can't do it because i have to do everything it's so funny that you say that then you play something like no man's sky which is literally endless (laughs) oh yeah but see it's all it's all self-driven though so i can go up to my point but the thing, the difference like with a game like No Man's Sky or Stardew Valley is those games are on my schedule. I really did not like that Animal Crossing was like, hey, you got to play on our schedule. I'm like, nah, dude, I don't want to do that. Hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's on the real-time yeah. schedule. If you're not so, getting these turnips, like Lily, right. sorry. You're and so I think, train. I think that's my problem. It's inherently, I think, kind of a selfish problem in the way I play games. But I'm like, no, I don't want to play it on your schedule. Like, why can't I just do this right now? Why can't I just no, I mean, sleep that makes... through the night and, you know, because... Yes, that things, makes sense, ta- things you know? take two or three days. You have Robin build a silo in Stardew Valley. Yeah, it takes a couple of days. But you could choose if you really wanted to just to sleep through those days. I always have stuff to do, so I don't. So I don't really care. But like Stardew Valley, I feel like you can play it kind of on your time frame. Well, and then once you want to move it, you can move it and it's free to move it. You know what I mean? Like the silo. You know what I mean? Like just do, 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 do. Very easy to move it. And yeah. so... That, I think, was my ultimate problem with Horizons. And I might go back and pick it up. But then I feel this overwhelming, like, guilt for not playing it now. I'm like, God, I haven't played in weeks. Like, what is, what's going to happen? Like, what, am I going to have to clean everything up again? Are my villagers going to be mad at Are me? Are my flowers going to be dead because I haven't been watering? Oh, no. So, in New Horizons, <laughs> I have not experienced dead flowers whatsoever. You know what I mean? I remember that was, like, a consequence in earlier games was, mm. like, if you didn't water your flowers, they would die. Can you run over your flowers in New Horizons? Yes. You can. And they won't disappear. They don't disappear, but they just lose their petals, and then they have to grow their petals back. I but I haven't experienced flowers dying in the GameCube version. If you run over the flowers, I think once or twice, they just disappear, right? Yeah. So, but the consequences yeah. for not playing in New Horizons are a lot less steep than oh, like the GameCube. You know, yeah. it's like I don't care if I've been gone for three months. I'll log back on, and my and so that's, like the so my islanders, thing, not, yeah. my neighbors, they don't move away. Hmm. They don't move away on their own. Like, there might be some weeds and stuff, but, like, there isn't any major changes that make me nervous enough to where I don't even log back on. Right. Gotcha. Interesting. That's good to know. But I think, too, that it was, just, it was a combination of a lot of those things. It was, you know, the crafting. I didn't like the crafting. Like, having to keep making things. I know that's a really petty thing. And, like, I, I kind of got solved by me just starting to buy stuff when I had enough bells. But then the, I think it come it came down to me or I just had a mental disconnect from it more so than it was the game because I hit this point where I was like, man, I really want to customize stuff. But it's like, man, I have all this space in my house, but I don't have nearly enough furniture. So what? I just have to hope 
that I find like the right stuff I need over time and then just be happy with my house being like majority empty for most of the time. That's also kind of part of the game though is you like, know what I mean? like, like waiting to collect or right. you go and find things. Or I think a lot of it is too, it's like the game wants you to craft a lot of things. Like that's right. a big part of the game is all the crafting recipes because a lot of them are like seasonal or there are different themes or furniture, you know. But I almost and it really encourages that. Right. I almost wonder though if it's because like I said, I, I definitely think it's like a me thing. Like it's a it's a me problem. But I always wonder if too is a detriment coming to this game later because I've seen what people can do. I've seen other people's houses and how neat and intricate and set up they are. And so when I play and my stuff isn't like that, I'm like, that was even worth it. Okay, I can't even do this. It, it you know really, I mean? it gets easier the longer you play it. Right. Like it, you kind of underestimate how much you can progress if you just play fairly consistently for like a few months. And then you're like, whoa, I have all of this stuff now. It's the same you know? like in, especially in a game like Stardew. Like you start off pretty slow, but once you get the ball rolling, you get the ball rolling in Stardew. You know what I mean? Make it a little too easy. Yeah, pretty much. And you have like, oh yeah, I'm making, you know, a couple hundred thousand, you know. Well, that's in fact, I mean, month, that's, that's then... when in Stardew I, I stopped playing. Is when I like had enough money to where I didn't ever need to worry about anything. You know, and I had... The... You're also a completionist game player though. That, yes. Like I am not. And that's I, a I can huge restart thing. a farm on Stardew Valley. Huge thing I, can, I struggle like, with. I can take four or five years to complete anything in Stardew Valley because I don't care about completing it on a certain time. Oh, and see, I, I just hit summer in my game. I'm like summer week two, and I'm already like, can I complete the greenhouse this year because I remixed it so I can? And I'm like, do I want to do this? Do I, I have done that. That is one thing I've done where I've I completed like, the community center. And I feel bad one. that like I haven't raised like the heart levels with people, so I feel compelled to talk to the people every single time I run by them, even though I'm not even reading what they're telling me. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah, thanks, see, I, thanks, cool, bye. I take that such at a slow pace. I'm like, when I feel like talking to everyone, that's when yeah. I'll start developing all the relationships. And I'll it's do just... it piece and piece at a time. And I'm just like, I don't want any pressure yeah, or competitiveness to enter when I play games. Because when I get competitive, I just get stressed out and I get like irritated, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I think is why I like games like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing because yeah. it's not competitive. That's what's interesting is that but people make it very competitive. You know, New Horizons sounds like it'd be fun, but there's a part of me that just feels like I'm not the kind of gamer for those games anymore. Well, and, and especially not... especially since, like, Stardew Valley was hard for you to get into. Like, if Stardew Valley was hard for you to get into, like, I feel like yeah, New Horizons, or... you'd play it and be like, well, what we am I supposed know what to, to do? do. Was well, so even Char and I, like, we're, like, trying to find a game that we both want to play, and he's like, what about No Man's Sky or Minecraft? And I'm like, I just don't want to build in Minecraft. I don't want to explore, like, you know, in No Man's Sky. You know, there's just, like, that just sounds like the most boring thing in the world to me. Right. You know, and it's and funny I'm, because a big thing that keeps me coming back to New Horizons is honestly just how pretty the game looks. Mm -hmm. Like, the graphics are just really beautiful. Like, the weather is always beautiful no matter it what is. it is. Like, the villagers look really pretty. Like their fur skin has like Oh my texture. God, it's so cute too. Like they have these little they're celebrations so, when you open up a new so building. They're so cute. And like they like Not run around. They have like little animations of what they do on the island. Like cool. the inside of your house just like looks really cool. Like I have tons of different like furniture and wallpapers that just look neat, you know? And <laughs> some of this. the, even Sorry. though the villagers are not as like bitchy as they oh, used they're, to they're, be. They're adorable Which though. I wish that they were more crass, but regardless like there are also there's so much more dialogue with the villagers too yeah 
there could be a lot more dialogue, but there's also some fun dialogue, like with my favorite villager, Stitches, who's like this teddy bear. Um, it's a he's great like, name for a teddy bear. He, yeah, he is adorable. But he's done some like meta dialogue with me before where he's like, do you ever think about how you just wake up and do the same thing every day? And it's like you're waiting for someone to come along and talk to you. Or like, it's weird where he's, he like alludes to like the fact that he he's knows he's a, he's a like game. He's sentient. Yeah, it's so, he's like, wait, oh, it's hold so on. funny. Yeah, one of my favorite villagers was this like little chubby pig guy who was obsessed with working out. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, the jock villager type? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude, he yeah. cracked me up because he's like this chubby little pig guy and has this cute little voice and he's like, yeah, I'm just pumping iron. <laughs> And I'm Wanna like, go run laps around? I'm like, no, you're not. What are you talking about? <laughs> do they still do the animalese voice? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, there's see, lots of holidays and like yeah. monthly events and stuff that are really pretty. I think, I think that's something I've definitely learned is that I really wish I could not have that completionist feeling in games, but for some reason it just hits me hard. Like, it's hard for you to relax while you're playing a game. Not even that, because I think about a game like. Elden Ring, which has so much stuff that I haven't even seen, even though I like comb through that game. But the fact is, is that they don't, I don't know what I'm missing. And so it's okay. In Animal Crossing, I think I kind of got spoiled by the fact that I could see what was possible. And then I got frustrated that it was going to take me so long and that the game was like, well, you're going to have to do it day by day though. And I'm like, I don't want to do it day by day. I want to really? do, do it yeah. all at eight hours in one day. That's one thing that I really dislike about, you know, looking on Reddit and seeing right. what everybody's doing on exactly, Animal Crossing I, or Stardew Valley. Because I'm like, oh my God. that's not why I play. I don't play to get all the different stuff or to like get the most money or to do all the crazy stuff. I'm like, I just play it to relax because my right. brain is so active and nonstop that playing a relaxing real-time game is an escape it's like no pressure like that's why i can't i probably couldn't handle playing games like elden ring because i'm like oh my god i'm just dying like i can't handle this yeah that's so weird that i i find that same kind of like calmness like while i'm doing like the weekly quests and like in fortnite or whatever you know (laughs) i'm just like like oh new quests like go talk to this person this person and this person all in one match i'm like okay cool sounds like fun you know so you go here you then drive to one guy then you glide to another one you know and I don't know, stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a lot of fun. But yeah. I don't know, there's just something about these games that I wish I could, like, really, like, get into it. But there's just something that Doesn't stops me from really getting into it. Yeah. I've been, like, craving some kind of, like, game that's like The Forest, but more survival and crafting. Mm. But then I, like, I downloaded The Forest, and I was like, I'm not going to play this. Right. I don't think playing the forest. Oh, I've actually play- been told that I would really like to play the forest. Oh, you would. You might like it a lot, actually. It might stress you out a little bit, but it, I think that'd be <laughs> I, I mean, think that'd be the certain, joy of you playing it. Though. A certain level of stress, I do oh, yeah. enjoy. Like Stardew Valley, like how you fish is. <laughs> I still have a complete. I I, hate I have it. logged probably close to six hundred hours of Stardew Valley in my Switch, yeah. and I have never once completed catching all the fish because I'm like, I don't care about catching the legendary fish. No, I know it gets you the last star drop, which I still have never gotten when you complete Dude, all the fish. But I'm like, I cannot. I'm not good at it. I cannot stand it. I'm just like, this, I, I, can't, I know it's possible. And I the only reason I fish, people that do it. Yeah. The only reason I fish is because when I look at my stats and it's like six, 
five, six, one, four. And I'm like, right. dang I can, it. I can <laughs> fish to an extent and I'll fish to like get oh, yeah. people's favorite gifts. Like I will always get lobsters for Elliot because he's my favorite besides Krobus. 100%. Oh, I'm out on the dock. <laughs> no one wants to read my books. Oh my yeah. gosh. He's my favorite. But So great. But with Stardew Valley, there was like a little bit of excitement stress where it's like the skull well, cavern. because they when, time you in when I, Valley. You're right. When I finally figure out, okay, this is how you do the skull cavern. This is how I feel like I can progress in it without just, I'll just let myself pass out. At least I'd rather pass out than die, you know, because I'll just lose a thousand gold and wake up in bed, you know. Just get the warp scepter. Like just get the warp scepter. I haven't gotten Charlie. it on my, verse, my most recent save, but I got it on previous ones. <laughs> No, I'm sure. No, the warp, the warp scepter is like, it's stupidly expensive. <laughs> sure, try. Oh yeah, just get the most expensive thing in the game. But I've had several farms in Stardew Valley, and I just started one that I'm like, all right, this is going to be the save file that I like complete everything and yeah. get everything. Yeah, I think when I think about it, like I said, with Animal Crossing, with Stardew, I really with those games, I think what it's coming to is that you know i it's a combination of two things a i'm a completionist but i can turn that off to some extent in some games like stardew like i'm not very much a completionist because it's like yes you can complete all these things but it always keeps going so i never feel this pressure to like when do anything or when i don't feel like that with a uh, new horizons either i more i think with those games i more get frustrated that i can't control it how i want in the moment and that it'll take time Cause like thinking about it with Lily, the way what Lily just said, like kind of opened my eyes. Cause I'm like, man, I haven't thought about like, oh, what if I just work on something else and slowly gather up all these resources, you know? Cause I'm always the person who, if I don't have enough resources to, I don't know, do it build all a silo once. or build an axe, I'm just going to buy them. I'm like, cause I want to do it now. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to wait and harvest rocks. Oh, you see, I love doing that. Kind and of so, stuff. you know, it makes me think about them more incrementally rather than, oh, how much can I do in the day? It's like, well, what am I going to focus on for the next month? What am yeah. I going to focus on this year in Stardew Valley? Like, I never think like that. So it's kind of like opened my eyes to maybe trying out those games a little bit differently. Because in a game like, that's why I like games like Minecraft and No Man's Sky, because I can do it exactly at my pace. Like, I can check off those boxes. I can get those little dopamine hits. Or I can, like, I can slow play it. If I, want to. I can just fly around a planet while there's like a horrible storm and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, because I feel like it. Crashing into the planet you know sometimes. I, no. Crashing into the planet sometimes. I mean, that's why I have, you know, played four different Animal no. Crossing games. Like it's always been a game that I come back to. It's so nostalgic to me. Mm. It's just so relaxing to play. It's New Horizons. It's just beautiful to look at. And I just, even though there are lots of things I would probably wish to New Horizons would improve, I'm not going to ever say I don't like it. Like, yeah. that's probably the first video game that I was like, man, I'm not bored sitting here playing right. it, you know? Like, I actually really love this game, and I, like, want to do all these things, and I want to talk to the villagers, and I want to do these quests and, like, improve my mm -hmm. island or my town, you know? Like, it was just a game that felt easy enough for me to get into without feeling competitive or intimidated because... For there sure. was somebody else I was playing against that was way better than me. Right. You know, it felt like I could actually play a game at my own pace and enjoy it. And have other people come in and see what you're doing along the way, right? With New Horizon. Kind of exactly. hop in and out. Now, Jack, you mentioned, I don't know if we can cut to this now, but I have some ideas for, I think, what would be kind of like the perfect 
the perfect Animal Crossing game. Yeah, but I don't know if we're, you want to get we're, to we're, we're at an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Wow. So we can get into that real quick or we can cut it. That's good. Let's get into it real quick. Okay, I'm, let's get into I'm, it I'm fine if you guys are fine. Yeah, I've kind of given my Perfect Animal Crossing my thoughts, game. Yeah. My so, first initial thought. Oh, yeah. Jack, you, you shoot because you have yeah. not had a lot to talk about. So Lily <laughs> and I have first, gone on. My, my <laughs> first thing with Animal Crossing that I would like to really change or do is be able to like create your own character. Can you do that in New Horizons? Or? You can pretty much do that in New Horizons. Okay, yeah. So In New Horizons, you can decide on your eye color, your God, eye shape. Oh, yeah. God. There's like yeah. tons of different hairstyles that you can choose whenever you want. And you unlock more over time. Whenever you want. So yeah. that. My character basically looks like me. Also, add in um, some mini games. Like mini golf. Add in like stuff like that that you can mm. do with like the villagers or whatever. Just like little ways to pass the time or if you'd have nothing to do i'll go play some golf or whatever like golf and animal crossing sounds like it'd be a lot of fun it does sound like it'd be fun that you know you could like, like fun. you could either play like, i can totally know, see it too. you can play I other people's see myself courses playing a game of golf with stitches yeah can you, exactly you have the pleasant music you can get the nice little crack of the golf ball and you can like <laughs> unlock little like waddling characters as they kind of like waddle t- oh my god oh, yeah oh my gosh you and see you them play, running after the you know oh the creator god. based games yeah, you or can make like your own you golf know islands. player custom games yeah. or whatever you know it's a good idea that, so there's like little mini games like that um I don't know. So those might have just first two initial things, and one of them's already answered. It's yeah. a complete character customization. I would love it if New Leaf looked like New Horizons mm. with some of its features. Mm. Get like a remastered New Leaf, basically. But like and yeah, having more things, kind of Jack, like what you just said, like having more things to do with the villagers besides just run errands and yeah. talk to them. You know, like go do activities with them. You know. Well, and part of me wonders. Well, and part of me wonders if New Horizons. Like, because we were talking about, like, if there's going to be another one. And part of me wonders, I'm like, are they going to maybe keep slow drip feeding content into this game? Or are they going to, like, pause and come out with another game? See, I don't know. I could see them adding more content. Yeah, because you I know that they've already added more content to Animal Crossing New Horizons, but it's not free. So I have not played right. it at all. So I don't know what those updates are. So it does make me wonder, because I'm like, okay... At that point, because then you could kind of have the best of both worlds where they could just introduce that stuff later. Yeah. And New Horizons is like the platform that it's on. I think for me, you kind of combine, I don't know what style you would do it in, but I would really like to see just more, kind of like what you said, Jack, like activities, but just more things to really diversify into. Like, I would love it if there was, because there are kind of like crops and stuff you can do in Animal Crossing, but I would like if it was like Stardew style to where you would be, you could like devote your time. You were more accountable to them. You could like devote your time to like being a farmer. Can you do like fences and paths and stuff? You can. And that's one thing I think with New Horizons, I wish that process was a little easier. Like Lily said, they already have a really good way to like decorate your rooms now. You can like separate Why it. You can expand that to like yeah, the separate overworld. that to the whole island to where I can plan out. Oh, hey, this row of fences is going to be here rather than being you like here's a fence. Drag. And then every time I accidentally press B next to my fence, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, when you're, run, when you're like running fence. and you press B on the wrong time and you accidentally like erase one of your paths and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm just to, like, like I can't open up the menu and like re put <laughs> it down. my stupid tool and the tool and, like, breaks it'd, and you're it'd like, be god. cool though, like if you could like make that. <laughs> if you could make that, like hey, like it starts off, it's like a free like dirt road, but then like you can have like a little like villager like. You know, like posts like in the middle of the town where like, hey, like donate money to this. And like over time, the villagers could, like donate to the road to make like a nicer road. Just like they, things to make the 
they do kind of have a version of that to where it's like this bridge or this incline is being built and now it's like a donation box to when it gets donated. But it's like you wait a week and then it's like 200 bells have been put towards the 500,000 bells and you're like, well. You're like, thanks, Porky. And you're like, God damn. You're like, here's 200,000. Right, and then you just pay it off and they have a whole ceremony. It's like, thanks to everyone for contributing. And I'm like, I know for a fact that I alone paid for all of these bridges. Y'all fools acting like you put all this money into it. I'm losing it. <laughs> Lily, you're like, man, my, my wallet's feeling a little little light here. I just paid four hundred thousand dollars. I just paid two million bells on proving this island, two and everyone's like, hooray for all of us! <laughs> yeah, we accomplished this together. Tom Nook just laughing in the background. That one last thing I want to mention before you wrap it up here, Jack. They do have this really. I mean, it is beyond. I think adorable, and I think really like. I, I really like this about the switch, but they have these little like radio calisthenic thing you can do with all your villagers to where you like turn it on and it's like you grab your little joy cons and you do like the little stretches oh like my based on the radio yeah. time and they're like so you're, you're like hop, hop, and you're like doing <laughs> this like <laughs> and it is there are so many little it. things that are just adorable oh like my there's God. like little like you can do yoga you can like <laughs> it's so you can sit down which that was a huge yeah, thing that's a huge thing like i, I that can't was believe huge. when like your villager goes and sits down by the river you can go and sit down next to them yeah. But then they stand up right when you sit down next to them. <laughs> You're like, come on. I just want to take a picture with you. But there's, there's so much that I didn't bring up or that we didn't talk about. So many, like, other characters and, like, little Easter eggs. and just, There's oh, yeah. a lot there of content. There are so many characters in Animal Crossing, especially with this new one, too. Like, but, like, just... I feel like I went over a lot of the highlights about what stands out to me in the game. Hmm. Yeah, I think we covered a lot in the hour 45 we've been recording. Wow. I did not expect to go this long, to be honest. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's good, though. Wow. I think it's one. So I just want to say, as we're closing out, guys, thank you so much for listening. Lily, thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, thank you for letting me out of the dungeon to crawl up the steps and come join you guys for a minute. Yeah, no problem. Michael doesn't see me in the dungeon. I'm actually hiding in the rafters. Yeah, there's two like, separate dungeons. There, yeah, there's two. There's a staircase up and a st- well, staircase down. There's oh, also, I, think. I mean, there's the infinite. I mean, it ain't right. There's, yeah, there's the infinite. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. That's where the, that's where the foundation is, huh? But yes, I had a, I had a great time. Thank you for having me back yeah, on. No I problem. enjoyed talking about one of the only games that I've ever played. <laughs> and that's that's why we had you on. I was like, how could we, you know, not talk about? So how could we check? Like, how can we Lily? not talk about books or get, get Lily on here? How can we not talk about <laughs> just you know anything? Yeah. No, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And Charlie, thank you for oh. always being here, man. Anytime, man. Always Anytime. being part of the collection. Anytime. Just like you guys can be part of the collection. Obviously, we have social medias, as everyone does. And so, give us a little follow there on the Instagrams. Which, little side note, if you listen this far, Lily is now our little Instagram social media person. And I really, we really appreciate that. Very much so. Yeah, I'm very excited. Follow us at the Raconteur Collection on Instagram. Has all of our... All of our links on there as well. Any questions or any thoughts on this episode or any episodes you want to see in the future, shoot us a message on there. Please do. Spoken eloquently. It's to the point where the first, we have never gotten like an episode request, at least outside of our like little Patreon Discord friend group, right? But the first like random person who I don't know who sends me like a, I don't know. Oh, do it! Oh, do an episode over this. Oh, like a hundred percent. We're probably going to do it. Yeah. Because it's the first done. one. So... Get in there if you don't. Even yeah. if you even if you listen to this part and you're like, oh, I wasn't that 
you know, I don't know what I would like to hear, but I mean, like, we'll, I may not do anything, but. Hey, you mentioned the forest. I'd be like, yeah, let's do the forest. Like, you know, that game or whatever. Oh, good episode. And a good time to end it. Guys, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time. See you later. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Mind of the dungeon. Bye.